What's good, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to another episode of your favorite Christian podcast, The Real Spills. Your host, D to the Z, Y-R-E, Desire, that's me. I got another episode and I, I like to uh, look at the statistics. So I want to thank all of my faithful listeners and those who um, constantly support the ministry the movement so I want to say thank you to you for listening to my podcast and um for just just lifting your girl up in prayer thank you thank you y'all so today I got a new episode for y'all so y'all stay tuned it's guaranteed to bless your sasa So some time ago, I had did a series called Who You With, and for six days, I believe six or seven days, we talked about relationships for those that time, the entire time, but um, just on Friday, there was a conversation, um, a discussion on the Victory and Harvesting Souls Noonday prayer line. Um, there was a discussion and um, my cousin, he had asked a question about having people in your circle. And, um, like, because the, the topic was love. And he was basically asking, can you still cut people off? And, of course, my response, if you if you know me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you got to protect your space. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 4, it says, keep your keep your heart with all diligence because out of it flows the abundance of the heart. No, out of it flows. See, I knew this verse by heart. The issues of life. Out of it flows the issues of life. So, um, and then in Romans chapter um, 10, verse 17 says, faith comes by hearing. So the people that's in your circle has a has the um, the power to affect your faith or your fear. So the people that's in your circle, those are the people who have power to pour into you. So if somebody is pouring negativity in you, just because you cut them off, that don't mean you don't love them. So talking about who you with, um, there was a post that I saw um, this morning or yesterday. It might have been early yesterday morning. I was like, I definitely got to share that. And it said, analyze your circle, then eliminate the unnecessary. Now, no, does not that is not scripture. I don't want nobody to say that's not Bible. I know it's not Bible, but it's the truth. Sometimes, um, but the scripture does say, know those that labor among you. I have to find out. I believe that's in Ephesians. Um, I'm, I'm about to check, but I'm going to talk while I check. So, um, oh, I apologize. I had to pause it because um, it was going to be a lot of typing and it would be hard for me to talk and type. But um, it's in First Thessalonians chapter five. I love First Thessalonians chapter five. I love that book of the Bible. <laughs> but um, the my home church, our um, theme scripture is found in First Thessalonians chapter five, verse twenty three, and it, um, that's the scripture that I talk about. Um, and may the may 
the Lord sanctify you holy, um, spirit, soul, and body. You know, it talks about the um, trichotomy, <laughs> that we're spirit, soul, and body. And um, so when it talks about um, knowing who you with, that's the same as analyze your circle. Knowing who's walking with you. When Jesus called his disciples, he knew each person's purpose. Now, we could, that that's kind of argumentative. You know, because everyone said, well, he's God in the flesh. So, of course, he's going to know it. <laughs> I'm not saying this to argue with people or whatever. Because I know it's going to be some um, difference of opinion. You know, or um, people will find excuse. But we can still, the thing is, you would know, you would know people by the fruit that they bear. You would know the type of tree based on its, its fruit. So, here it is. Analyzing your circle, knowing who's in your circle. Who is it that you have that you could call on if you need something? Even if they don't got it, they will find a way to get it or find a way to redirect you. They will find a way to redirect you so that you can get what you need. Or they will pray you through whatever it is that you're going through. See, the thing is, the thing is, you have to know those that's in your circle. You have to analyze are. So who is it in your circle? My uh, my boyfriend, he, he always says, you can't be around somebody who can't help you. You can't be around somebody that can't help you, whether they're helping you, um, get to your next level in life, whether they're promoting your business, whether that whatever the, the level of help is, but if all they're doing is pulling from you, all they're doing is eating, they eat everything out your house, but never bring anything to your house. You know, they, they just pull, pull, pull. Can you really, can you really say, um, that, that, that they're beneficial? Oh, they make me laugh. But it's a conversation uh, is a conversation edifying you. You have to analyze your circle and know those. And in First Thessalonians five and um, twelve was it twelve or thirty two? <laughs> First Thessalonians five and twelve. <laughs> First Thessalonians five and twelve said you have to know those who labor among. Know those who's walking with you. Not everybody who walk with you is supposed to be in your company. Here it is, going back, and y'all know, if y'all know me, y'all know, I love to talk about um, this story in the Bible. Go all the way back to Genesis chapter 3. Now, a lot of people say, cut Eve some slack, cut her some slack. But, here it is, you had God, Adam, and Eve. Adam walked with God every day. God God moved in the cool of the day. Adam was able to commune with God. You know, here it is, paradise. And now this Turk um this talking snake comes up and tricks Eve into believing that she could disobey God and there won't be no repercussions. How many people have somebody in, in their circle that tell them, man? God already knew you were going to sin. God already knew you was going to fall short. So go ahead and do it. He already know you're going to do it. 
Just do it. He already made, this is the one I like that they use. He already made provision for you. So go ahead and do it. See, they, some people, they, they get on the pulpit and they say stuff like, God already counted uh, your sin in. You know, they don't say go ahead and do it. But when they say God already counted your sin in, that's giving some people a green light to continue in sin. That's what that's doing. Not that God told them to continue in sin. But because they got that message, and that message was was manipulated to be what they wanted to be, they went about themselves and continued in sin. So Eve took advice from a serpent. How many of us took advice from somebody who might have even had our best interest at heart. Now, we know the enemy didn't have Eve's best interest at heart. The enemy was out for self. He, his thing was about, let, let me let me aggravate God by messing, messing with his, his, his prized possession. Let me, let me piss God off a little bit so God would know that his creation isn't as good as he thought it was. So, what he do? Mess with Eve. He ain't bother Adam because Adam was given Adam was given the command, and I'm sure he relayed the command to Eve. But he was like, he spent too much time with God. So let me let me get in this chick's ear. And this chick, she got power over him. So I got this. So we have to analyze our circle, analyze who, who's walking with us. Some people is walking with us because they want a free ride. Whew, let me repeat that because that joke, that joke was dope right there. Some people is walking with us because they want a free ride. They know the oil that's on your life. They know what God is about to do in your life. And they don't want to put in the work. They don't want to. Uh, they don't want to persevere. They don't want to go through anything. They, they just want to ride the wave that you're already ride, riding. While you putting in all the work, you fasting, you're praying, you're interceding, you're seeking God, you're in worship, you're in church. Like I'm just gonna latch on to them, cause I want to ride this wave, and I, but I don't want to do the work, so. And and if I'm close to them, because the oil of God, it flows, I, I, I might get some residue. So I'm just stick close to them. They want the free ride. So here it is again. It goes back to that quote. And I think the quote was from um, by Chris Brown. Yes, Chris Breezy. So here it is again. Analyze. Your circle. How do you how do you analyze your circle? How do you know who people are? You gotta watch them. The Bible says, watch as well as pray. Some people are so ignorant because they're not looking. They're not looking. Somebody had asked on a Prince Adam when the serpent was talking to Eve. He probably was praying. Her was talking to God. 
mean, some versions said that Adam was with her. But the Bible, the Bible said, the King James Version said that he directed it right to Eve. He was talking to the woman. And the woman was responding. He probably was praying, but he wasn't watching. So we have to watch as well as pray. Watch how they move. Watch, watch their conversation. Are they talking the word of God? Are they are they uh, uh uh are they just gossiping? They just about that drama, about that trouble. Watch as well as pray. How many people in our circle are we watching? See, when you analyze something, when you analyze something, you do a deep review of that thing. You do a deep review of it. So how do you do a deep review? I'm sorry, I'm getting dressed for church at the same time as doing this podcast. So if you hear noises, that's what you hear. <laughs> so how do you do a deep review of something? You study it. I believe that the serpent was studying Eve. I believe the serpent was watching her way before he even talked to her. Just like just like a lion. A lion don't just jump out at anything. A lion, he he watches. He watches his prey. He watches to see where the prey's weak side is. He watches. He ain't dumb. We the ones who don't be watching. The the enemy knows where we're weak at. The enemy knows. He's, he sees our weak point. So what we have to do. <laughs> oh man, I'm about to get kicked out of church. I just looked at my shirt that I'm about to wear. I um I made a shirt. Um, that says saved, but not soft. Saved, not soft. <laughs> About to get kicked out. <laughs> but <laughs> the enemy watches before he prays. So you have to do a deep review of who's in your circle. Then back in the day, back in the day, um, T-Mobile used to have the favorite five. I don't know if y'all remember, you get unlimited calls to those favorite five people. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was cool or whatever, but look at your favorite five, the people that you call the most. Look on your phone and just think about some of the past conversation. Was it edifying? Was it uplifting? Did you, did you receive from God? Sometimes... We like certain conversations. I have this friend that I um used to work with. I'm telling you, me me and her like mad cool. Like I, I really like her, you know. Like oh uh, she mad funny, you know. But I can't talk at one time I was talking to her almost every day, but I can't talk to her every day because I sometimes I like Karen T. Like, girl, let me tell you what happened. 
you know, sometimes I like hearing that, but I know it's not edifying to my spirit. So I'm like, ah, you know what? I, I ain't gonna hit her up today because I need to fast, <laughs> you know, because I want to know what's going on. I saw something, you know, somebody post something. I, I know she knows because she, she knows everything that's going on. So I, um, I can't talk to her every day, but my favorite five, then I was looking at my favorite five. To be honest, I really don't have a favorite five. I talk to just two people. Out of everybody who call me, it is three pastors and my boyfriend. My One is my cousin and his fiance and prophetess and my boyfriend. The fifth person probably would be Deanna, my sister. Probably the fifth person. Because I don't really get a lot of phone calls. Even on social media, who hit me up the most? Unless people hit me up with foolishness and drama. But, um, you had said something? Like, y'all better stay out of my inbox with this. Because I'm saved, not soft. That's, yo, I'm going to get that tattooed on me. Saved, not soft. But <laughs> So when you analyzing your circle... And you starting to see there's certain people in your circle that is not spiritually beneficial. Now, and I'm, I'm going to say this. I don't want nobody to. Um, they're also not economically beneficial. They're not emotionally beneficial. There's no benefits. They're not psychologically beneficial because to be honest sometimes somebody could um help you in your in your thinking you know and oh well the bible says let this mind be in you that was also in christ jesus but if you don't got mental health disorder you don't want to understand what i'm saying right now sometimes you got to go to a, a, a therapist that'll help you um release and I know there's Christian therapists and stuff like that, but that's even, <laughs> that's hard to find too. Sometimes you got to go to a counselor for like young adults. You have to go to a counselor that can help and they just might not be saved. So you need somebody who's psychologically beneficial. So these people aren't fulfilling any of these needs. Eliminate the unnecessary. And when I say eliminate, I'm not saying cut them off, never talk to them again, but you have to define where they need to be in your life. They might not be need to be in your favor five because their fruit might be more detrimental to you than helpful. Because again, you would know them by their fruit. Their fruit might be causing you to be separated from God. Their fruit. Talking about Adam and Eve, that they ate, they ate fruit. Sometimes somebody else's fruit might cause you to be separated. Oh, how? Because the Bible says talking by hearing, hearing by the word. So here it is, this person's this person's fruit, all they got is negativity. All they got is bitterness. All they got is hatred. So what are they doing? They're pouring their fruit into you when they speak into you. Now all of a sudden, you don't like this person because they don't like this person. You got a grievance against this person because they got a grievance against this person. You gossiping and talking trash about this person because they don't like this person. 
Here it is now. This person need prayer, and God tell you to pray for them. And you're like, I ain't praying for them. I'll pray for that one. I ain't praying for that one. My best friend don't like that one, so I ain't praying for him. Now there's a separation. Now there's a separation. We have to analyze our circle, analyze the people we confide in. Some people that we confide in, they don't have no sense of confidence. I remember um, there was a situation that um, was happening, and I was able to see the spirit that was in operation. And um, I went to a leader. I went to a leader in the church, and and um, that leader gave me direction on, on what to do. And before I knew it, that person done told several different people what me and that person talked about in confidence. And I was like, yo, you gave me instructions. You ain't giving me a chance to even do what you instructed me to do before you went to talk to everybody. So now I can't even trust your oil because you can't even keep your mouth closed long enough for me to do what I'm supposed to do. I can't even trust your oil. So some people that's in our circle, we can't even trust that they're, they're calling because they, they're not even, they're abusing the power that God given them. This person as a leader, they told me what to do and I was being obedient. Number one, I was being obedient because I didn't like what was going on spiritually. And I was like, you know what? I have to go to the people in charge because I don't. One of the things I'm learning about operating in the office of the prophet, um, the prophet, um, the spirit is subject to the prophet. So, and, and I have to follow the priests of the house. So the order that the priests of the house have, I have to follow that. I can't just go and be casting out stuff or whatever, because if the priest allows it, who am I to tell it it can't stay? No, whoever's the head of the house got to say something. So I went to the leadership and that's when all this stuff happened. So we got to be careful because I am about to make somebody mad. I ain't doing this to make you mad. But sometimes leadership isn't even right. Ooh, did you just say that? Yes, I did. Sometimes leadership isn't here from God. Well, that's not biblical. The Bible says you're supposed to honor those who have rule over you. That's true. But that doesn't mean you have to, you have to flow with them. Look at Saul. Look at Saul. God rejected Saul and was raising up David. David could have killed Saul several times, but he respected the oil that's on Saul's life. So here it is. David was still being prepared for king for the kingship. Kingship. He was being prepared for it. But he, he said, I'm not going to test the anointing of God. He's still anointed. I'm not going to kill him. I'm not going to do it. Even when somebody else saw Saul, he saw Saul in pain. He did the humane thing to do and took Saul out of his misery. 
what did David do? David said, I, y'all have to take him and kill him because he touched the anointing of God. What? But David, I'm, I confess to doing it. I did this because I, I honored you and he was in pain. Yeah, but the Bible says, touch not my anointing, do my prophet no harm. You still touch the anointing of God. So sometimes the leadership isn't right, but that's for God to deal with them. Here it was Samuel. Samuel was sent to, uh, well, it wasn't even the first time that uh, Eli heard the message, but Eli continued to ignore the voice of God and the message that God was sending. And, and uh, God had to send Samuel. And Samuel had to be like, listen, this is what's going to happen to your family. They're all going to die on the same day. And if they survive, if they survive, it's still going, they're going to have a horrible life because you ain't correct your boys. God already told you to correct your sons and you didn't do it. That was leadership. Again, that wasn't right. You could go all through the scripture and find leaders, leaders in the church that wasn't right. So you have to analyze your circle and act accordingly. I'm going to change that. That's what I'm going to say. Instead of saying eliminate the unnecessary, that's what Chris Brown said. He said eliminate the unnecessary. I'm going to say act accordingly because some people you can't eliminate. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Father. Just so good. Some people you can't even eliminate. Why can't you eliminate them? Because they still, they're still the anointing of uh, the anointed of God. God still chose them. God still called them. So though they might, they might not be um, in right standing. But if God tell you to prophetic, prophetically um, speak into their life, that's all you do. Act accordingly. My my sister, she always quote my cousin, said I wasn't there when he, well, I, she said I was, but I don't remember the sermon. But he preached the sermon, and his topic was, do what God said do. He real country, he real country. They country I tell you, they country down here now. He said, do what God said do. And that's it. So analyze your circle and act accordingly who you with you gotta know who you with you gotta know their fruit you gotta know those if you're a teacher leader pastor you gotta know those who who labor among you those who are who are following you so you can act accordingly you can respond accordingly Everything do not need a reaction. I'm going to say that again for the folk in the back. Everything do not need a reaction. Like I said, like I was saying, I'm sorry I had to pause it again because like I said, I was getting dressed. But <laughs> as I was saying, everything does not need a reaction. And the difference between a response and a reaction, if somebody slap you, somebody, you know, they cock back, slap you, 
your reaction is to give them a two piece. If you if you like me, your reaction, you hit me hard one time, bop, bop, two piece. That's the reaction. But if somebody come and slap you, and because we are Holy Ghost filled people, we're supposed to stop and respond, not react. Natural, my natural reaction, a reaction, thank you, Holy Ghost. A reaction is our natural response. Is a natural response. So we're supposed to respond by taking a second, not use, we're supposed to respond um, through the Spirit of God, not really our, nat- our natural man. My natural man, you catching the two piece real quick. Pop, pop, just like that. You slap me. But me taking the chill pill, relax. Yo, what's good? Like, why you hit me? Like, what's popping? Because when we react, we react based off of our emotions and our feelings. But when we respond, when we respond, we're um, using our cognitive nature. We're we're stopping and thinking about what just happened. Like this nigga just slapped me. Father, in the name of Jesus, you know, a response <laughs> is going to allow, allow God to come in and God do what he do. A reaction is just going to be like, pop, pop, pop. Next thing you know, you two just fighting. <laughs> so, analyze your circle and respond accordingly. Analyze. Make a deep study of your circle. Every person that you confide in. Right now, I don't feel that I have a spiritual leader. There's three pastors that I can talk to, but I talk to them all on a different level. Um, My cousin, I could talk to him on a more surface spiritual level because um, I know where he came from. So his church isn't really a deep ministry so I talked to him on not not the church that he's pastoring the church that he came out of isn't a deep church so I could talk to him on a surface level and then his fiance I could talk to her on a deeper level but not an intimate level because we don't have that type of relationship yet I like her you know and I, I believe she is a true Apostle sent from God. I, I believe that she is a true woman of God, a, an example of holiness. I, I really have a high respect for her. But I can't talk to her on that level of the sea because I like her, but I don't really know her. I don't really know how much of what I say is getting back to this one and that one. So I don't really know her. I don't believe that she would go and talk to other people, but I don't know her. So my confidence in her isn't on that level. But then there's the prophetess who I tell, sometimes I call her with tears in my eyes. I tell, she knows about my relationship, you know, with my boyfriend. She knows the things that I'm not going to tell nobody at the church. But we have these three pastors. I feel like I could talk to them. I don't have any other um, um, pastors or leaders that I could talk to on that level. I mean, I could, I'm sure that I could call my bishop, you know, um, I just try not to bother him because I know of the health issues and stuff like that. So I, I try to limit it to holidays, you know, stuff like that. 
But um, I don't really have anybody else I could talk to on that level. But I know each individual and I know how I can um, talk to them, how I can communicate, and I know what level to place them on. This is what analyzing is. You have to know their faith level. Can I tell them this? Because if I tell them this, they might they might look at me different or they might treat me different. Well, what if I tell them this? Even when um, I, I told um, my cousin, um, that pastor, that God has been using me in the prophetic. And the reason why I told him that is because I um, frequently minister on his line. I try to be quiet. You know, I try not to say nothing because I know I'm not that well received. But um, I, I had to tell him because God has been using me in a different way. So I don't want to be out of order. So I had to tell him, listen, God is using me in a prophetic, you know, and um, I'm walking in the prophetic um, office, the office of a prophet. And I told him that. He was like, woman of God, I believe you. If, if you were to tell me tomorrow that God's calling you the pastor, I would know for sure it's God because you have it. In, you know, he was encouraging me, which is a blessing. But here it is. Um, his fiance already knew that I was walking in that office. You know, so she already knew that God called me to that office. Here there's the prophetess. She's been telling me, like, Shanika, I don't know why you're still running. Like, I don't know why you're not walking in your office. You keep talking about it's not an office, it's a gift. No, it's an office. You better walk in that office. <laughs> so here it is, these three people, they all look at me different. So you have to know, have a deep study of the people in your surf surface. And my, my boyfriend, he knows my ins and outs. You know, when I call him crying or whatever, he be like, Fatty, you already know. But, but I just, I already told you, Fanny, you know. <laughs> so we have to, um, we have to analyze our circle. Analyze the people that, that we call our friends. Now, I, I got two more people, my, my best friend. I don't talk to her that often, only because God has her on a path that um, I don't want to disturb. Because me and her, we act a fool sometimes. I mean, we talk the word, then we talk about back in the day, and then we go back to the word, and then we talk about back in the day. So um, she she is doing some stuff in the spirit realm. So when I do talk to her, we feed each other, and we pour into each other, but we know each other really well. And then I have um, the minister who, who is hungry for God. So I we have to know who... Our fave five is. We have to analyze our circle and then respond accordingly. And then there's the pastor of the church that I'm at. I, I know that he don't really know me, so he don't know how to respond to me. So I, I kinda I kinda just fall back. I just play the praise and worship leader role because he don't know how to respond to me. So when you understand and know the people that's in your circle, you know how to respond. 
my homegirl Tara, she know, um, like anytime she called me, she have an issue. I try to talk to her on the level where she, where she is. Like if she angry, I'm not going to be like, yeah, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, listen, sis, I understand how you feeling, you know? So you have to know each individual that's in your circle. You know, my sister, me and my sister, we, my sister's sister, like, we've been together our, our entire life. And she knows how I am with the word of God. If she got an issue, you know, she know exactly where I'm going. Like, all right, well, you know, what what does the word say? Come on, what, what does the word say? I know, nigga. Yeah, that's how it is. So we have to know those that are in our circle. Analyze your circle and then respond accordingly. Chris Brown was cool when he said eliminate the um eliminate the unnecessary. That was cool for the world, but the believers, we have to respond accordingly. That's it. This is another very very long episode. That's why I said thank you. For those those of you who hang in there with me. I I I be trying not to make it too long, but it's always super long. But I love y'all though, cause y'all hang in there. Okay, y'all don't know this, but this is the second episode that I recorded today. And I have to sing today. And my voice is shot. So I have no clue how I'm, how I'm going to sing today. Well, the song is in a low key, so I should be all right. So I pray that this episode bless y'all. Y'all know that I sacrificed something so that y'all could get this episode on a Sunday morning. So <laughs> y'all pray my strength in the Lord because I don't want to be sounding all. I move, God. I move. I'm, I'm, I move. I don't want to be doing all that junk. So y'all pray my strength. I'm Aldi. Peace.